Ramsey hits a rough discus The huge suplex. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to a brand sparkling new edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. Come to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas. Our final show of 2020, two-hour edition. We apologize for the delay getting live. We had some internet concerns here in the morning. Everybody's home and doing their thing, tying up the internet. But we are live, we are ready and running, and we've got a show, a two-hour special to send out 2020. Coming up first in our first hour momentarily, you've seen it before here on our show a number of weeks back. From Ring of Honor Wrestling, Sledge will be here via video. And then in the second hour from 9 to 10 a.m., the, the legend. Guys, what other words can we use to describe Funny Bone? Hour number much, huh? Right? Legend? Demigod of death. Demigod of death. Speaking of which, Jason, how are you this morning? Alive. There, well, okay. Matt. That's always a start. Uh, that's a good start. <laughs> Matt on the end. Chief in the middle, yours truly, Aaron Phillips. Phone numbers are on the screen right there, 702-329-6947. When you dial, press number one. Takes you right into the studio. If you're outside the U.S., 855-502-4321. Chat rooms are being monitored. You can also send us a live tweet using hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. And in a couple of minutes, we're going to bring our first guest in. And he's got us live streamed on his channel, uh, on the Twitch channel. Uh, so we're streaming all over the place. We're double Twitch today. We're everywhere. Double Twitch. Gentlemen, how was your week? Good week so far since last we met, Chief? Good week. Good week. All right. Matt, good week? Full of idiots on Fremont Street, but it was a good week. That's a good week. <laughs> Jason, how about you, sir? Work. Work. Work is good. Work is very good. All right. While Aaron gets us up on our, our other platforms, before we bring in our guests, let's talk about a couple of I Hear Voice topics. First one, now we all know during this past week, Lana was removed from the big tag team title match tomorrow at TLC. Who will be the mystery partner to team with Asuka? There's rumors out there, gentlemen. Who do we want to talk about as our rumors number one? Rumor is the returning Charlotte Flair is going to seek revenge on Nia Jax. Oh, there's a good storyline there. There's also somebody else out there that might want to exact some revenge on Jax. Is that right, Chief? My gut says Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. All right, so we got to vote for each. Jason, who do you think will be with Oscar tomorrow? Charlotte. Charlotte. All right. Um, the, the thing with Charlotte, in my mind, she's almost like the point where do you really want to bring her back in an empty arena? But they can't afford not to bring her back at this time. They need that star power with what we're seeing about ratings and all sorts of changes. So I, I, I tend to agree. I think Charlotte will come back. Um, with that, I'd like to see Mandy get her shot appropriately. I kind of like the team she had with Dana Brooke going a little bit, but... We'll see what happens tomorrow during TLC. Uh, next topic. Rumor is it that there's going to be another NXT show. Let's just for the sake of conversation call it NXT Light. Gentlemen, your thoughts on this uh, new show possibly in development? I'm Chief? all for it. Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead, go Matt. I, did, I was just... No, go, go ahead, Matt. Matt. I'm all for it. They said it might be like the NXT of NXT, so like all the lower guys and girls will have a chance to get like television exposure. And if it's anything like Triple H has done in the past, should be a good show. And there's so much talent in NXT that doesn't get a chance on the show. Hopefully they can do something really cool with it. So what are they going to do, make more belts? 
Well, I, I don't I, know what they're going to do if it's like the minor leagues of NXT. Is there going to be like a, a minor league NXT champion? Got like half an X. <laughs> half an X. <laughs> well, I read this morning though Triple H is actually delegating this show to some other people to kind of give them the ball to run with it, right, yeah. Chief? One that I one of the articles I read was that they're uh, they've brought in a former uh, writer from ROH who's going to do the main storylines of. Um, of the show and I just want to comment a lot we have a lot of good quality independent uh, Aaron turn it down independent <laughs> um, wrestlers in NXT now that have come in and need the time need the time to, you know there you can you can only do so much right. in a two-hour show to me, I'd rather see a three-hour NXT and a two-hour Raw. That's just my opinion. I agree. Uh, Raw I, needs a grown-up. No I, kidding. <laughs> Thank you. I agree with the reduction of Raw back to two hours. I think two hours is more than enough of each of the main shows. I don't know. There ain't no hours. show that needs to be three hours right, exactly. long. Exactly. Except for maybe a Breaking Bad or a Dexter. I can put up with that. <laughs> but about, a wrestling show for three hours? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> the, maybe the Sammy Awards. The Sammy Awards? I yes. could deal with that. <laughs> How about the Firefly Funhouse for three hours featuring Alexa Bliss? I can Alexa deal with Bliss that. Alexa Bliss is on my TV for three hours. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you guys would. Although she's on vacation with her newly wedded, newly engaged boyfriend. So time is, dare I say, time is ticking for you there, Mr. Matt. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> There's some like legit wrestling fans that were like legit angry she got engaged in... Had to like address this on Twitter. I I'm know. like, y'all have issues, right? I saw that. All right, listen, we're we're up against it. Uh, I want to make sure we have enough time and make up some time with our first guest. So we're going to take our first break just a tad early, Good. so that we can pay a couple of bills, and then when we come back in the other side of the break. Man, he is the metalhead maniac. Sledge will join us live via video right after our break. This is Thoughts Count Anywhere. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. For all your sports collectibles in Las Vegas, stop by PowerPlay Sports Collectibles in the Boulevard Mall. PowerPlay has a large selection of items from all your favorite teams, specializing in the Vegas Golden Knights, Las Vegas Raiders, and pro wrestling. PowerPlay Sports Collectibles has an online store if you prefer the online shopping experience, plus they ship worldwide. So if you're looking for that sports collectible for yourself or that special someone, check out PowerPlay Sports Collectibles online at www.powerplaysportscards.com or at the Boulevard Mall. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Matt, Chief, Jason, Aaron, myself, Aaron E. on the board, and you. We thank you for tuning in. 702-329-6947 is our phone number. Press option number one. We'll bring you right into the studio. You're going to want to dial. If you have any questions, our first guest is a returning guest, which means he didn't have a whole lot to do, or we just really want to have a guy who's really good come back you recognize him from ring of honor wrestling he is the metalhead maniac please welcome 
A returning Sledge to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Good morning, Sledge. How are you, sir? Hang on. Oh, hold on. I got to hang on. Am I stretching? We're good? All right, Sledge, how are you, sir? Yes, sir. We are live. We are live on the... I always tend to get a little fast on the switch before Aaron pushes the right buttons to get our video guests in. So that's on me. How are you this morning? <laughs> See? <laughs> it's always easy when you ask somebody who's got an empty calendar for a day or for at least for a couple hours. So we, well, listen, we appreciate it. The good thing is, is you're here on the West Coast with us. I guess that's a good thing. Um, yeah, well, it's still early. If you'd been on the East Coast or something, it would have been like noontime by now. Wouldn't it be as bad? But uh, we thank you for getting up early with us. Now, when you were with us in studio last time, obviously we talked about your wrestling history and things like that, but you, you touched on something that really touched all of us here in studio that day, and that was your backstory and the motivation. And we all felt, given the holiday season being what it is now and you know, we know uh, depression goes up, suicide rates go up, not to mention adding all that with the quarantine and COVID, et cetera, et cetera. We wanted to bring you back to really kind of share your experience and how you went from where you were really not too long ago in the span of time to the great place you are now. So would you mind just spending a few minutes with a little bit of your backstory to remind our, our fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a recovering addict. I have six years, uh, six and a half years uh, clean and sober now. Uh, Congrats. I, thank you. I appreciate that, man. And I originally started battling depression uh, right when my father passed when uh, about 12 years old. Uh, he passed from viral and bilateral pneumonia. And then my family, he was like the glue that held my family together. And my family kind of split two different ways. After that, it was like a big battle with like money and all this other stuff. So and then my biological mother fell into a depression. So she wasn't there for me, you know, that the way that she should have been. Sure. Um, I lashed out a lot as a, as a kid, and uh, after that, I got I got into some trouble with the law, and then I got homeless after that. And it was just like it just all kind of kept snowballing, kept snowballing, kept snowballing, kept snowballing. Um, and then I got into professional wrestling, which professional wrestling is something I've always wanted to do, with, even since I was a kid with my dad. You know, it's like I wrestle like as an homage to like him. Cause he's the one who like got me into it. I remember like sitting on his like knee, uh, watching professional wrestling with him, like watching some of the greats. Who was the first ones you watched with your dad? Oh, geez, uh, Bret Hart, uh, Mr. Perfect, you know, Demolition, uh, Legion of Doom. That's a great era to start watching oh, wrestling. <laughs> man, that 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 end of '80s going into the '90s era. I remember watching SummerSlam '91, Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Oh wow! Uh, for the Intercontinental Title with him like i remember that like that was like that that always that memory always sticks out in my mind with him so uh when i started wrestling um i always had like like i always didn't have really like uh, i didn't think i had a problem with alcohol but i always partied i always drank and when i got into wrestling i got hot on the indies like pretty quick like wwe was knocking on my door like three or four months into into my wrestling career you know and well, that's quick yeah, they were they were they were on me pretty quick. I was at the first Keith, Keith Lee just did a uh, what was it twenty four on Keith Lee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he that right the, to the documentary. Yeah, yeah, uh, his two thousand thirteen tryout. I was at. So uh, wow. Yeah, I was at his tryout in two thousand thirteen. Um, when they said no to him, they said no to me. But I also, <laughs> I, I also went in uh, very uh, not there because I got hurt fairly quickly in my wrestling career as well with back injury. 
and I was mixing alcohol and drug pain, pain prescriptions. And then I was having at home issues as well. And then it all just kind of snowballed. And then next thing you know, I got into a, uh, I got into a match. I was, I got into a match that uh, I should, probably should never walked out of the curtain with, and the promoter should never let me walk out the curtain. Okay. Uh, very, very. Uh, uh, what's the right word? Inebriated. Inebriated. Yep. Inebriated. Yep, that's the right word. Right. You I'm, you weren't seeing straight. Right. Right. <laughs> I was. Uh, I'm an educated person. A little, um, a little <laughs> under the weather, huh? Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a that's a that's an understatement. Because I was continuing from the night before. Wow. Um. Yeah. And. Uh, I lost pretty much everything, man. I lost uh, everything that was going on personally in my life. I, I almost lost wrestling, and uh, that was when the time was where it was time to, you know, start cleaning up. My best friend, J.D. Horror, man, he uh, I got his name on my chest. You know, we have the same tattoo on our chest. Every time you see the, the writing on, on the chest, man, he has the same tattoo I do. He saved my life. He was the one who gave me the call and kind of gave me the wake-up call that I really needed to kind of get my life straight. But, you know, with one vice... I just jumped onto another vice, and that was eating. I've always been a big, heavy kid, right? So I've always been, I always loved to eat. And you guys are sitting there eating donuts in the in, in front of me in the, <laughs> in the studio, and I'm like, I want some donuts. You know, but they were terrible. Don't worry about it. You didn't miss horrible, anything. They horrible, were terrible. Horrible. I'll just sit over here and drink my water and coffee. That's um, <laughs> no, uh, and I bloomed, I bloomed up really big. I, I got up to like 300, like I think my heaviest was like 320, 330 pounds. Wow. And it wasn't like, and it wasn't muscle. It was just, it was all, it was fat. And mm -hmm. when you're, when you're carrying that much weight on your already kind of bad body, it, it's very hard to walk. It's very hard to move. It's very hard to get motivated. Yep. But something was pulling me back to professional wrestling. Something was, and I'm sitting on the couch at home and I'm watching Lucha Underground and Lucha Underground swooping up everybody right now, man. Like they were, they were hot. And I was just like, man, I could have been right there with them if I wasn't such a, uh, a mess up, a drug addict, an alcoholic, um, a guy that was out of shape. And that was the moment about three years, three and a half years ago, I want to say, about three and a half, four years ago is when I changed my life completely. And I uh, started uh, listening to a lot of motivational podcasts and started getting back in the gym and, you know, started reaching out to promoters and honestly, Wes from uh, Versus was one of the first to take a chance on me after I got sober. Uh, Joey Chaos, one of the first ones from Santino Brothers took a chance on me after I got sober. Um, and then it just kind of just started snowballing. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm wrestling a lot and, you know, staying sober and, 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 and then now I'm in Ring of Honor, so. It, it allowed you, the wrestling allowed you to refocus in a direction to take you away from, or not away from, but to help you stay straight and current and deal with those past demons because you were focusing now on wrestling. Right, but a lot of a lot of times, a lot of people don't understand that on the on the independent level and <laughs> with professional wrestling in, in in general, is when you're the fly-in or when they fly you in, they bring you in. You're like the bigger star. Um, usually, they want to take you to the after party afterwards, right? Uh, to mingle with the um, the sponsors with the show who helped pay to bring you in, and they want you to mingle with them. They want you to sign things. They want you to you know. And usually nine times out of ten, that's at a bar. Sure. You know, and uh, one of the easiest things that I chose to do was not participate in that. And mm -hmm. usually I tell I tell the promoters that I'm not going to participate in any kind of after party thing. If you guys would like me to show up, 
if I do show up, it's going to be for a very, very brief moment to say hi to people. And then I would like to, because I just don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to feel like, oh, maybe I can control my alcohol. Maybe I can have that one drink. And then next thing you know, everything I've worked for is gone right down the drain. So, so, go ahead, Chief. I was going to say to you, Sledge, somebody's got, somebody uh, higher power is looking out for you. Knew what direction to take you in, brother. Brother, I'll tell you this right now, man, because when I lost everything, when I was literally, I lost professional wrestling. I was literally, you know, I guess blackballed would be the right way to put it. Um, With professional wrestling and I, I lost my personal life, went out the, you know, went out the, went out the door. I, I thought about ending it. Like I was very close. Like I was there, man. I was on the brink of suicide. I really was. And it wasn't the first time I thought about suicide, especially not being in the right frame of mind. Um, it would have been very, very easy for me to just down a bunch of pills, bunch of alcohol, and just see if I wake up. The, you know, the, the, the thing at this time of year, though, all that you're talking about and, and you know, I, I, our listeners out there, they're glued to their their tubes or they're listening on, on Go Live Vegas app because I'm watching our numbers. You know, the thing is, is that when we see the persona in a ring like the one we have up behind you when you're in an ROH ring or doing your thing or whatever, as it all the performers, that's your stage to do your thing. And we forget as fans that you are a person behind what we see in that ring so you're talking about things that every tom dick and jane in in let's just say normal non-wrestling life deals with day in and day out and then there's additional circumstances under one person's roof that exasperates those conditions and don't have the outlet that you are fortunate enough to be uh, uh able to go into and that is going back into your wrestling with such focus uh and do, and having clear mind to make the decisions to tell the promoters, I can't go to the bar. I'll be there for five minutes, but I'm not, you know, all that stuff. But the, you're, you're a person behind, you know, what we see in the ring. And you're, de- you're dealing with things that everyday, normal, non-professional wrestling, your fans are, deal with on a day-in and day-out basis. And there has to be tools that we can use to, to keep our minds clear. What are some of the things that you would tell somebody who's maybe on that path or traveling down that path that you are experienced with in, in ways that they can, you know, not go all the way with those negative thoughts. Um, and especially in these hard times right now, because 2020 has literally beat everybody down. Absolutely. It, they, they beat us down and suicide rate is up. Depression rate is up. Like everything, like it's crazy because gyms are closed. Hair salons are closed. Other things are closed, but the liquor stores open. <laughs> Essential. The dispensary is never closed either. What right. I said, like, they closed churches, they closed everything else, but, like, the weed shops never closed a day. Right. This whole thing, which makes right. no sense. It, it, does, it doesn't make sense in any way, shape, and form. But And I'm not going to get political because I'm not a political person, but um, alcohol sales have, have, are, are, like, skyrocketed. They're, like, the highest that they've ever been right now. True. You know, suicide rate is at the highest it's ever been right now. When you go and you can find somebody into a small space where they cannot go anywhere and only thing that they can do right now is seriously get into their own mental thoughts, that's a scary thing when they don't have that own outlet. That is extremely scary. And suicide suicide rates are going up in young people from your, your elementary, middle school. Let's just say from your high school level on down. Because there's, you know, these kids are not used to, like you just said, brilliantly being confined in a small space. 
suicides are up with with kids, which is yeah. even more horrifying. I could not imagine. I couldn't imagine. I I I was bullied when I was a kid. I I know it doesn't look like I was. You know, <laughs> who dared but, to do that for crying right, out loud? No, I was short. I was short, and I was a chubby kid. I got bullied a lot, like all the way up to almost high school. I was bullied, and I could not imagine being bullied nowadays, especially with social media. Right. With what I went through. They're going to see you on TV now and be like, oh, my God, thank God he's not in the same city. I'll tell you I'll, no, 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 I'll, tell, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story real quick, okay? One of the guys that used to bully me, used to live around the corner from me, and I would walk the long way around because he and his friends would beat me up every single day to the point of I, and this is probably bad to say on air, but I carried a gun with me because I was so terrified. That's understandable. And it wasn't like, it, it was a BB gun. It wasn't like a, you know, it was a BB gun. Right. But I was so terrified that they were going to beat me up every single day. Like, I would hide from these guys. He hit me up on Facebook the other day. Oh, oh. He decided to slide into my DMs the other, uh, about a week, week and a half ago. And he goes, dude, I can't believe what you're doing. This is amazing. Like, you are like, dude, it's crazy. Like, you're on national television. Like, this is, like, I would have never thought. Like, this is so cool. And like you, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I was like, look, dude, the reason why I look the way I look is because of guys like you, right? Because you bullied the living hell out of me. Now, am I going to tell him that? No. Am I no. going to give him the gratification for making me who I am today? Hell no. I happily ignored the message, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's just like, I'm not going to, you know, it, 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 I don't know where I was going with that story, but it was just one of those things where it's just like, you beat me up every single day of my life almost mm -hmm. and then you want to sit there and tell me how cool it is what, what i'm doing like, right get out of here it was anyway. almost like for gratification for himself right right and i'm just like i'm not going to do that i'm not going to gratify you for making me into who i am today right you know um back to the point of you know suicide rate and and all that and how i uh, what was your original question? I well, the question was just a couple for, for folks who are kind of dangling right now on that rope. What ideas or suggestions can you give folks to put help put themselves in a better frame of mind, better direction, so that they don't go deeper into the rabbit hole? First off, get off social media. Okay, that's one of the biggest ones. Is get off social media. There's so much negativity on social media. Right. Have you noticed like any of my social medias? Follow me at Sledge805. Newly verified on Twitter. Yes, newly verified on Twitter. Breaking news. Uh, he's a legit people. He's legit. I'm, I'm a legit person. He's always now, been. He's always now, been legit. Now, now, if Instagram could just jump on the ball, that'd be great. Anyway, um, I, I don't post anything negative. Everything I post is positive. Everything is uplifting. You know, because there's so much negativity in the world. Sure. If you can just get away from and do everything you can, there's so many motivational podcasts out there. There's there's this outlet right here. This is the podcast. You know, I do a podcast uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash sledge805. We do one Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We call that a plug, ladies and gentlemen. You like, you like how I did that? Good segue. I'm learning. I'm learning, brother. I'm learning. I'm putting it all out there, man. Uh, I'm entitled. Uh, you know, um, where I bring motivational people on to help people that are in trying times to try to understand that there is different ways of going about your day. Everybody has 24 hours in the day. What are you going to do with those 24 hours a day? Mm -hmm. Everybody has bad days. Are you going to let that bad day carry into the next day? Or are you going to wake up and go, okay, that day's done. What am I going to do today to better myself? You know, and if 
you know, making vision boards, setting goals. That's a big one right now mm-hmm. because everybody claims it. Um, maybe getting in shape, getting in better shape. You, you might ask me, well, Slice, how do you do that? The gyms are closed. You don't need a gym to get in a better shape. Right. 90% of getting in better shape is what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. So if you want to lose weight, go and, and instead of getting a bunch of junk food, go on, you know, grocery, whatever, however they deliver groceries nowadays. Right. Go to the grocery store and, and change your diet. A lot of people say they don't have time. Everybody has time in the world now. Everybody has time in the world. Well, yeah, in th- in, yeah. In theory, everybody absolutely does. So, what you're saying then is, is the uh, Krispy Kreme donut box here in the studio is probably not what you have in mind. Uh, I mean, no, no don't don't get me wrong. Now that's okay. <laughs> that is okay in once moderation. in a in moderation, in right? Moderation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me, I, <laughs> I, I, I have, uh, I, I have enjoyed this week of eating whatever I would like, right. and it's been very, very uh, nice. My, my. Uh, I go back to my diet on Monday, so mm-hmm. uh, because I have some other things coming up that I need to get ready for. Sure, yes, I have definitely enjoyed this week of eating pizza and and chips and salsa and you name it, I've eaten it. So it's uh, moderation, though, is your is your key word there, as you <clears throat> mentioned. So the first thing is get off social media. Yeah. Be positive if if your goals are make your goals obtainable and do you do a, and you talk about the vision boards and and those and I've actually have one myself at home. How about a gratitude list? Do you believe in writing the gratitude list kind of thing? I've never I've never actually done that, but now since you bring that up, I'm definitely going to look into that and doing that. Yeah, for you, sure. You know, and and it starts off really in the morning. What are you grateful for today? Not not over a lifespan, or you do it at night. What are you grateful for today? What happened today? that you can write down that you're grateful for. Family, I got this, I got the job I wanted, or whatever it is. Do that every day. That's, again, along the exercise of the mental positive positive thoughts that you keep in your head. Yeah, that's great. I've never, I actually never thought of that. That's actually fantastic. So. Um, and it's, it's something that I actually do. I just never thought about, like, you know, what, what you said, what, what you said. Like, I never thought about, like, like I, I do lay down sometimes. I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful to have a job in these trying times. Right. And I'm very grateful for Ring of Honor for even taking a chance on, me, you know, when they didn't need to, you know, they saw something in me when, especially when they knew that I had a pass. Right. That's the thing. Right. I was very open with Ring of Honor and I told them everything. And they were very like, you know, everybody has a pass, dude. Sure. You know, it's like, what are you going to do for it now? And now we're putting that, we're taking everything that I've done in my past and we're, uh, uh, we're putting it out there for the whole world to see, but sure. turning it into a positive, positive message. Someone's, right. messing, someone's messing with my green screen. What, what are we doing here? Messing up my uh, thoughts. No, Aaron, I just want to remind everybody you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, special two-hour edition today from 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific time. The boys are here. We're all over golive.vegas. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on actually we're also being simulcast on Twitch. We're up on the Go Live feed, but we're also up through uh Sledge's Twitch feed. So I want to say hello to all of Sledge's fans out there watching the show currently right now uh on Twitch. 702-329-6947. No matter where you're listening to us, if you're inside the US, dial that number. 702-329-6947. Press option one to come into the studio to say hi to Sledge. Um, yeah, come on in, say hello. Absolutely. And so we're, we're sharing, we're sharing Sledge's story, uh, uh, for motivational purposes at this time of year, where we know people go through a lot of, uh, 
anguish at this time with the holidays and everything that's been going on in the world can do some crazy things to people's minds and thoughts. So we're talking about some ways and suggestions to kind of stay positive directionally, mindset Joe, and otherwise. I think Joe Rogan, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you No, out. no, you're good. Go ahead. Um, it's funny because a lot of people go, well, I can't work out. I don't have enough time in the day to work out. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. And Joe Rogan said it best. Yeah, I think I said this last time on your podcast too. And it always sticks in my mind. It really does. Is if you, I, I don't have time I, or I can't, I can't. And Joe goes, but you could walk your ass to the refrigerator and get something to eat. <laughs> exactly. And, right. And, and the, the, the person that he that was interviewing was like, well, yeah, well, that means you can get your ass up and you can walk around the block. You know, I was told a long time ago, Sledge, two words take out of your vocabulary, can't and won't. Yeah. Hundred percent. I tell everybody I'm not different from anybody. Just because I'm a professional wrestler and I wrestle for Ring of Honor, yes, because I set that as a goal and I went after it. Anything is obtainable if you're willing to work for it and you're willing to sacrifice for it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to become easy. You have to be willing to make sacrifices to make your dreams obtainable. Make it like reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. Just like I had to move away from California for a short period of time for me to go work for Ring of Honor. Right. On no guarantee. On an opportunity. And I went and it worked out. And now I'm living back in California and now I'm flying to where they need me. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let, let me ask you this question. Um, you're, you're, first of all, let's give out your contact information again so that anybody watching or listening can reach out to you directly or watch your shows or your podcasts. At Sledge805 on everything, social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sledge805. Uh, we sit down, we do coffee with Sledge. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd, ever like, if you'd ever like us on your show as guests, let us know, dude. We'll be there. I would love it. I would love it. I even, yeah, definitely. Let's do that. We're actually doing a huge stream with Marty the Moth, who is a former guest of you guys. Yes. One We're of the craziest shows we've ever had, by the way. That guy's absolutely just uh, <laughs> I love Marty. Marty. That dude's awesome. Toilet paper. He was on my show yesterday. It was absolutely nuts. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're doing a stream. Now, it says six hours. I don't know if I'm going to stream for six hours. Um, to help get kids, uh, Marty has chosen two families to help the kids who are in need of Christmas gifts, um, you know, some financial, so on and so forth. So myself, Christy Janes, and him are going to be doing a huge stream, playing games. All the money that you guys donate uh, go to these families. So yeah, we're doing that on Monday. I'm really excited about doing that. Can you can you post that information on Thoughts Count Anywhere's Facebook page so we can share can. it and? I was going to say, send me the link and I'll put it on all our socials and our website for there you. There you go. Send, Absolutely. Yeah. And where, Absolutely. Can, where should he send all that to? Yeah, send the stuff to Matt and we'll put it up on our stuff. Where should well, if you he can send just it? email it to info at thoughtscountanywhere.com. Okay, just, uh, uh, yeah, I think I have it in my email. You guys or I uh, have you on Facebook. You can just message it to me too. Just message me on Facebook. Okay. And then I will, I will go ahead and do that. Just don't, no worries. Get off, just don't kill out my real name. <laughs> I don't want people to add me to Facebook. Isn't it, isn't it, it mis is isn't it Mr. Sledge? <laughs> yes, that's it. There it is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> go ahead, Matt. I didn't mean to cut you off. You had another thought there. I apologize. Oh, uh, I was just going to ask you a question that I saw pretty interesting. When, like, you were starting to, like, blow up and you ended up on Stone Cold's podcast, mm -hmm. how much did it, like, how much did your life, like, 
blow up like almost instantly, like right after that. It was it was it was insane. It really was. Um, I actually just talked to Steve yesterday. Uh, oh wow! It was, yeah, it was his birthday. So uh, happy birthday, Steve! You know, um, it when that podcast hit with me and Steve Austin. That first off, I would love to re-record it because I was very nervous talking to him, <laughs> and you could tell it in my voice when I listened to it. And I also, if you guys haven't heard it, me on Steve Austin podcast, it is officially uh, on my YouTube. So just head over to my oh, YouTube, okay. um, youtube.com slash sledge and, uh, go check that out because, uh, the whole interview is on there. Anyway, um, within the matter of minutes of that being released, my inbox quite just filled up with people wanting to book me because I had the stamp of approval from Steve Austin. I say he put you over. That's yeah. like the ultimate rub in the industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's next, the bottom line. What does Stone Cold said so? Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, that hit. And then uh, next thing you know, I'm, I'm booked in Texas. Next thing you know, I'm booked in Washington. And and then Louisiana. And I'm, I'm doing triple shots, different states and different all over the place. And then I never thought because of the WWE thing, uh, me going to the trial in 2013, it wasn't didn't have a good tryout. I was very uh, inebriated for that. I never thought I would hear from WWE again. And then uh, next thing you know, I'm doing I'm backstage four times with them in that year. And then um, I'm doing Impact Pro Wrestling and uh, on their pay per view. And it just it all just kind of just started just snowballing very very quick. It's like that um, that gift that goes viral. You right. know, like like with Alex Zane. You know, he did that 450 onto that table and the next you know he's in japan and now he's with wwe it's like it just went everything just it just opened up so many doors and i don't think i would be with ring of honor right now if it wasn't for that podcast i really don't you know he like like uh matt said i mean that's a big rub when you have a guy like stone cold um you know basically endorse you and that's that's huge that's huge we have a, we have we have a couple of questions here that the guys came up with, but one of them is who's your dream guest for coffee with Sledge? And guys, we know the answer to that. It's thoughts count anywhere. That's the dream guest. That is the dream guest. I mean, yes. it's got to be right. I mean, am I but, wrong with that, guys, or what? No, you're you're 100 percent right. Uh, <laughs> We're, clipping We're clipping that part. We're clipping that part. No, <laughs> no, come on. One of one of one of them, um, and I'm setting a goal. If I hit uh, X amount of followers. I think it's like a thousand followers or something like that on on Twitch. Uh, I'm going to reach out to Steve Austin and see if he'll come on my show. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Well, I'll say if he agrees, you will go from like whatever things to like ten thousand probably yeah. instantaneously. I, I I agree. I've had, I've had I've had so many guests, man. I've had Jay Lethal. I've had uh, I've had I've had No Mortes. Who congratulations to him who just signing with MLW. Uh, Jeez, man, who else have I? Been? I've had Angelina Love. I've had, uh, man, you you kind of name them, especially on like the Ring of Honor roster. I've definitely had them on my show. Right on. Uh, there's a couple guys that I'm still working on, like Matt Taven. Uh, I'd love to have Matt Taven. We're working that one out. Dalton Castle, working that one out. So yeah, there's like a couple, of, couple. Of people, so. Chief has a question for you. Hey, Slade, <laughs> real quick. Being that you're in ROH, mm-hmm. who is your dream match? Of wrestling, ROH, Jay Lethal, 
somebody else? That's a good question. Everybody. I want to wrestle everybody. There's not a guy on there that... If you look at our... If you look at what Ring of Honor has done since we came back in August with the Peer Tournament. Uh, was it August? August? September. Yeah, Peer Tournament. September. September with the Peer Tournament. Now with the television that we just we just got, we, we just did. Um, with Final Battle uh, last night. Final Battle was an amazing pay-per-view. I couldn't take my eyes off the pay-per-view last night. I mean, Jonathan Gresham wrestled twice. The guy's a beast. Um, Tony Deppin wrestled twice. What a... Tony Deppin, who's not a contracted wrestler with Ring of Honor, takes it to Dragon Lee. If you guys haven't seen that match, holy crap. Hats off to Tony Deppin. Um, there's not a guy on that roster right now that I would not go in there and tear up the house down with, let alone even want to uh, even... Uh, like, I, I just want to wrestle everybody. Um, my top, I guess, three, if you're asking, would be, or top five, would be Matt Taven, Vinny, Jay Lethal, uh, my coach Jonathan Gresham and probably uh, Brody King. I think me and Brody would just just wow. uh, and, and Shane Taylor. Those I mean we any of the big guys, Roosh, Dragon, you know, you name them, man. Like we would just beat the holy hell out of each other <laughs> and probably you know probably do it a couple more times down the road. So you you missed my favorite guy though, Cheeseburger. Burger, I love burger. <laughs> I Bur love burger. Burger's awesome. We're talking about a character, not the food, right? I love both. <laughs> Burger is from my hometown in Jersey. Okay? Yeah. He, he's from Trenton. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're from North Jersey, so I'll give you the exception. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call it right now. Sledge is going to be ROH world champion in 2021. Uh, you know what? That's not a bad prediction for 2021. No pressure, though. I think no, yeah, yeah I, none whatsoever. You said Shade was going to be like the guy in 2021. It's going to be Sledge. I okay. Think, I think we'll give uh, we'll give the stamp of approval from out here in Vegas. I appreciate that. There you go. Uh, if my first championship that I want to win would probably be the Ring of Honor Television Championship. It would probably be the first one I want to win. Hopefully crowds are allowed back in and it happens at Sam's Town. Oh, yeah, then we can all here. be there. Yeah. Yeah, but I will yeah. lose my mind if he wins the title here. A What's up, Jason? I have never wrestled in. Hey, Sledge, got a quick question for you on this one with Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. You have mentioned the people that you want to wrestle. Who is the people that you would love to hold the six, the tag team titles with? If you had a chance to, the six-man mm -hmm. tag championship and the tag championship, who would you want to have as your partner? Ooh, that's a uh, that's a good question, actually. Uh, uh, are we doing the tag or are we going to do the six-man? The six-man? The six-man? First, and then the tag second. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Oh, Mike Bennett. That would be the business. Yes, it would. Wow. <laughs> the kingdom. The ki wow. wow. <laughs> Didn't expect uh, that turn. Whew. Mike Bennett, um, you know, uh, Mike Bennett is one of those guys. He's also been a guest on my show. Uh, three years clean and sober, recovering addict. Yeah. Yep. Um one of the nicest human beings in the world and what's great about having guys like that like matt taven and mike bennett who have been in ring of honor forever been in the business you know for a long time multiple champions is i look at those guys like mentors and i get to text them and ask them questions that i have or hey man what can you give me a trick here you know so on so like i was just talking to mike bennett and matt taven yesterday 
about different things. And it's just one of those things, man, where it's just like those guys, I think we would just we would be awesome together. I, I really would like I would like that's a dream of mine to be six man tag champs with those guys. Um a tag title run with yeah. I'll take Mike Bennett. Ooh, I'm good at, am I frozen? Oh, yeah, there oh, you are. Now you're back. Right. We're back. Yep. Are we good? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to say Mike Bennett. I think we could do good. I think we could do good business. I really do. Nice. I so, think- considering the fact, uh, Sledge, with everything that's been going on with the Ring of Honor, and some mm-hmm. of the biggest names that have come out of Ring of Honor, yep. from Seth Rollins to Kevin Owens to Ooh. Daniel Bryan to Daniel Bryan. I mean, Ooh. who? <laughs> <laughs> You mean Tyler Black? <laughs> Brian Danielson. There you go. There you go. Okay. Oh, Joe. <laughs> I'm following you now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry, Kevin Stern. <laughs> so y- y- you see that just a lot of people don't. Wait, wait, can really- you hold that cup up? Artis has to see that cup. <laughs> Hope everybody appreciates that. <laughs> so, what, sorry. Go ahead. So from what you have seen and now you being in Ring of Honor. I still, still to this day, believe a lot of people don't give Ring of Honor their due, but you guys are fantastic and have shown just what you guys are capable of doing that a lot of people don't understand what you guys can do. Look at everybody on top of WWE right now. Exactly. They're all former Ring of Honor. Absolutely. All, look at, look at um, the Undisputed Era. Oh, good all lord. There we go. Ring of Honor guys. <laughs> Oh, Adam Cole, baby. Matt, that is right there with you, bro. Hell yeah, I knew all four of them way before they were in WWE. Absolutely, 100%. You know, Kevin Steen, you know, you said it yourself, Tyler Black, you know. um, El Generico. El Generico, yeah, (laughs) man. The the, the ladder match between him and Steen. I mean, come on. AJ. AJ AJ was there for a minute. AJ Styles, you know, you, you name the who's who that is on top of WWE right now. They all came from Ring of Honor. It was crazy. Like between like everyone saying like how much they can't stand WWE and all the dramatics and all that stuff. Ring of Honor's got like the storylines, but the wrestling is off the hook. Like I don't know well, how and why more people like don't watch. Look at that one fan. That, look at the one fan that we had at Samstown. We had a fan sledge at Samstown who talked bad about um, Roman and Seth. And said they can't wrestle, they can't do this, and they're like, "Okay, or did you not watch Ring of Honor? <laughs> like, did you not pay attention to what they can do?" Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's kind of I, I don't know WWE's uh, you know writing or anything like that. I, I'm not a big you know I watch it. I know they have a big pay per view coming up on Sunday, the TLC pay per view. Um, I think there's a couple good matches in there that I'm really interested to see. Uh, and then I heard you guys before you guys uh, when you guys went on air uh, about their splitting off and doing like a new NXT. And you said somebody said that there was going to be a former Ring of Honor writer that's going to be ahead of that. I'm guessing that would be yeah. Adam Pierce. I'm guessing that would be. That's right. not that's not the name I saw this morning in an article. That's not the name you saw in an no. article. Okay. It was like one of the former head writers for Ring of Honor is in <clears throat> Triple H's back pocket apparently. <laughs> But it wasn't. It was not Adam. Uh, I don't. Adam? I, I don't recall the name in the article. I read it this morning. But 
Um, it, it was not. It was not Adam. But given how much airtime he gets, and every time he's introduced as the former NWA champion and everything, something's got to develop with Adam Pierce. But I digress in conversation. All right. I, I'm sorry. Our time. I, I'm. I'm just keeping an eye on the clock. Let's let's go back to the the conversation for a moment. In about 60 seconds, let's give somebody out there uh, some motivation, some some inspiration to help them get through this time if they're suffering and dealing with anything. Um, understand that you're not alone out there. I know sometimes you feel like you are alone. You understand that sometimes people don't, you know, return your text messages or return your your uh, your, um, your 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 messages. Period. But understand, you're not alone. There's a reason why you're in this world. There's a reason why. Sometimes it's harder to find that reason, but there's a reason why. And just remember that. There's a reason why you woke up today. There's a reason why you took a breath of fresh air. There's a reason why everything happens for a reason. You might not like the reason, but everything happens for a reason. And you have 24 hours in the day. Are you going to sit there and stew about what happened yesterday, or are you going to wake up today, be grateful for taking that breath of fresh air, and go out there and completely kill it. Because the minute you start thinking that way, the minute your life is going to change, I guarantee you. The minute you start bringing more positive and get rid of the negative, and yes, sometimes that means getting rid of some friends that are negative. Mm -hmm. That happens. You are going to be a lot better of a person and you're gonna start thinking a lot more clearly and the next thing you know, everything's gonna start falling into place. Right, right on, well, well said. My brother, I got one thing for you. I did this. Just one. I did, I did this with another wrestler uh, a couple years ago. Uh, I gave him something that he carries in his pocket every day. When I see you, uh, I'm going to give you my tenure chip. Oh, wow. So, so you can strive. Wow. I, wow and you, that, and you, that. Carry, you carry that in your pocket when you go to those after parties. And you just think about it. I appreciate. I I can't. Man, that's a that's an honor. It really is. I, I uh, was hoping he would have said a ten dollar bill personally. <laughs> not, you know, the ten year chips. I, I mean, I'll, no, take I the ten, I'll take a ten dollar bill. <laughs> I mean, no, of course, no. That, that's ten, a, well, maybe I'll throw the ten dollar bill at you too. You know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm working. That shit's a lot worth a lot more than ten bucks, right, brother? Hey, if he gives you, know. you the ten, remember who your uh, uh, manager was to get that ten. Okay. Damn it! Now I got to give you half. No, Shit. just a dollar's fine. Just a dollar. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not, I don't have to be greedy. I am You're cheap. only worth 50 cents. That's love, well, love you, my brother. All right. I love listen, you too, man. I Sledge, that. we thank you so, so much for spending time with us this morning, getting up early. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, again, you can't not find Sledge on social media anywhere. He's all over the place. He's got a podcast three times a week. Ring of Honor, <laughs> check him out. Um, for, for me, I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to meet you when you were in town a couple of weeks back. And now to have an opportunity to chat with you again. I mean, we chat a little bit on Facebook, but this is this is great that we're able to sort of peel back the curtain on the person who is Sledge outside of the ring. And I yeah. think I think your messages need to be broad and they need to be wide and they need to be listened to. So I want to wish you the happiest of 2021 upcoming because at this point, who gives a crap about 2020 with two weeks to go? So, Surprisingly, 2020 hasn't been bad for me. Well, that's so good. I'm, so, not, I'm not, I'm not like, <laughs> hating on 2020. Good point. So congrats on... Uh, you know, you make us, you make a be the best out of a situation. Very true. Very true. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to make chicken salad out of chicken shit, and that's what 2020's been. <laughs> Absolutely. Brother, I've made a lot of chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I think I want to order some of those mugs that Sledge is drinking out of on the show because I know a few people I'd like to give it to. This was a gift uh, from somebody in Australia sent this to me. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Right on. Right on. All right. Listen, Sledge, we're going to let you go, but you know who our guest is coming up in the second hour, and I know you have some history with him. So if, if you want to hang tight there, uh, we'll mute you. We'll try to get him uh, on video as well. If we're not able to bring you both on, do me a favor and jot down the 702 phone number that you see on the screen so that this way, worst case scenario, you can call in at about the bottom of the hour if need be, okay? Oh, man. You really want me to call in with Funny Bone? Yeah. Why, why not? not? Uh, the demigod of de He's going to be live in the studio with you guys? No, he's going to be on video like you are. He's going to be on video? Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, what the demigod of death. Oof. The Man, demigod. We've had, we've had some battles. Well, it'll be interesting <laughs> to hear some of those uh, roads warrior stories. So, yeah. all right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for watching. Our just about our first hour is almost wrapped up. Sledge is terrific, uh, a great individual, and for him to overcome what he has personally to be where he is today in a relatively short period of time. What do you yeah, say? About six no years. Yeah. God bless him, and may he continue to to grow on that track. All right. Final thoughts on our first hour, gentlemen. I thought it was a great interview. Sledge is a great guy, has a great story, and hopefully it'll help and inspire some people out there. It's great to realize that the wrestlers are human beings, and they have their own issues just like we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Thanks, Sledge. Jason, thoughts? Same. Agree. Very insightful, sir. I was going to say. <laughs> hey, there's not much to say. I mean, you guys have pretty much said it. Like, yeah, there's I, not really much A lot of people say. don't remember. They're like human beings. They just have cooler jobs than we do. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's the one thing about people. I've got the best job in the world. I'm but, retired. But there you go. That's the biggest thing. A lot of people don't understand. That's right. Be it wrestlers, boxers, NBA players, UFC fighters. Anybody NFL, in the spotlight. Anybody yeah. in the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, they are celebrities. But they are human beings, and they go through the same bullshit we do on a daily basis. And yeah. you guys think that they're prime example. And I'm going to use his name, and may he rest in peace, Robin Williams. Oh, God, absolutely. One of the best comedians in the world That's right. in acting in Hollywood. No one knew that was he was going through so much depression and left us. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. A lot of, like, comedians, from what I've seen, are, like, just like depressed, miserable people, but they like turn it on for the microphones, and when they're like off the microphone, they're or Chester completely Bennington. different people. Chester from Lincoln Park. You know, I saw that guy like two weeks before that happened. He was like super nice, super good mood. So, and... you know, it's it's interesting that you said. I, I want to just share a quick little story about when the lights on. Uh, my mom passed away twenty years ago in November. And uh, about a year after that, my depression really kicked in. So I went and I saw somebody to, to get through it. And after about a year, I said, okay, I'm healed. I'm good. Thank you very much for your time. I was Lieutenant Governor of Kiwanis out here. And the, my, my retirement function was up in Sacramento. So I'm sitting and reading a USA Today report uh, uh, while I'm waiting for my flight to come home. And there's a story in there about Terry Bradshaw. Now, those who don't know the backstory on Terry... Of course, everybody knows in the Steelers, et cetera. He's been married a couple of times, but he suffered from depression yep. terribly. Yeah. But when he was on set doing the Fox Sports, like you just said, using your words, when you're on stage, you'd never know there was a problem. True. But the story from the co-host at the time was uh, James Brown, who's now on CBS. He talked about as soon as Terry walked off the set, got into his room, he was glum. He was back in that depression until he got onto meds to help balance uh -huh. his, his... So I read this little two-paragraph article 
when I got, because I was still suffering and didn't know it, and when yeah. I got home, I immediately called my doctor for a referral to get some additional support, all because of that article, and I messaged Terry and I told him how much he really saved me. That's because here's someone who's in the spotlight dealing yeah. with things that everyday people deal with and what was going on in his life. So just, just please, before anything drastic happens, reach out to somebody to talk to. That, that's the key thing. All right, we have a couple of minutes. We're going to step aside for probably a little stretch of a break to give us an opportunity to reshuffle the deck, get ready for uh, Funny Bone, and uh, ready to rock and roll into Hour 2, where we hope to uh, also preview TLC. We have some birthdays to talk about and all sorts of other stuff. Thank you for watching Hour number 2. Hour, uh, hour number 1. I'm ahead an hour. <laughs> Were you going to say something? We are on the Pacific Coast time, aren't we? Yes, we are. Okay, yes, we are. I thought so. I don't know. I just lost an hour somewhere in there. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back shortly with hour number two at the top of the hour. Thank you for watching. Hour number two with Funny Bone up next. For all your sports collectibles in Las Vegas, stop by PowerPlay Sports Collectibles in the Boulevard Mall. PowerPlay has a large selection of items from all your favorite teams, specializing in the Vegas Golden Knights, Las Vegas Raiders, and pro wrestling. PowerPlay Sports Collectibles has an online store if you prefer the online shopping experience, plus they ship worldwide. So if you're looking for that sports collectible for yourself or that special someone, check out PowerPlay Sports Collectibles online at www.powerplaysportscards.com or at the Boulevard Mall. Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. Hey, welcome back. Hour number two. Uh, thoughts count anywhere underway? That was the smallest break ever. the extended break ever. <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah. Oh, hey, I finally got a watch party to start for the second hour. Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't know what Facebook is doing nowadays. They don't uh, like you, Aaron. Well, you know what? The, the way that they're handling boosted posts now, and thank goodness it's not necessarily affecting... Thoughts count anywhere, but some of my other shows that I do, when I boost the post the way I have been for a year and a half, almost two years, the, the results are nowhere near what I used to get. And I'm doing everything the same, and yet Facebook is just kind of putting a kibosh a little bit on my business, and I'm not happy about that. So Facebook, I don't know what you're doing, but please, let's go back to what we were doing before. Anyway, hour number two is underway. That's Matt, that's Chief Jason in the DJ booth. I'm Aaron Phillips. We are here to start and kick off hour number two. Once again, we want to thank Sledge for hour number one. Great guy, great inspiration for himself and others to, to re realize, as we said at the end of hour number one, they're normal people. They, they bleed red like, like we do, and they deal with everyday issues. Okay, uh, Funny Bone is a few minutes behind. Uh, we are looking for him to link in, and we'll bring him on hopefully by quarter after when he's linked in. But in the meantime... We have a lot of stuff we can go over in the meantime. You want to start talking about TLC? Well, you want to cover that, guys? Yeah. All right. Sure. So let's talk about TLC, which is tomorrow. 3 p.m. is the pre-show. 4 p.m. is the regular card. Women's Tag Champion. We talked about this a little bit in the first hour. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler will take on Asuka and a mystery guest to be determined, which we're all guessing is not so much of a mystery. Charlotte and Asuka are going to walk out Tag Team Champions. Chief? <laughs> <laughs> wow 
We're part of an audio podcast. I, so. say, I, <laughs> <laughs> I say, uh, <laughs> that was good. Thank you for watching, ladies and gentlemen. We can't do any better than that. No comment. <laughs> well, the first hour to remind everybody, you did say Mandy, so you think Mandy will be coming out. Uh, I, I do. I think it's going to be Oscar and Mandy. Myself. Okay. Will they win? If it's, uh, if it's Mandy? Yes. Okay. Uh, Jason. I'm saying Oscar and Charlotte and Shayna turns on Naya. Oh, a little twist there with Shayna. But that's not going to make her face. You're just talking about... Well, no. Shayna's going to actually... Shayna is still looking for a shot at the Raw title. Right. So... Wow. Nia cost her that shot. <laughs> Nicely done. I like that little piece at the end there. You're thinking like me now. I've oh, been thinking, bro. That's, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. kind of crazy she hasn't been Raw Women's Champion yet. Yeah, absolutely. Every time she's come close, look at what's been happening. She's, get, she's got screwed. Yeah. Like, Our, yeah, she I mean, went from like the most dominant like NXT Women Champion to, oh yeah, Shayna's on Raw. Like prime example, yeah. Money in the Bank. Yeah. What mm. What did we see her for a little bit, and then all of a sudden she was gone? Yeah, it was like that whole like <laughs> other when they were going like up the stairs and never got like to the roof. Yeah. He's one of those people. Yeah, like she was like just gone. <laughs> all right, so we're all in belief that that uh, Asuka and some quote unquote mystery partner will actually win the tag titles tomorrow. All right, next match: Raw Tag Team Championship, New Day versus the Hurt Business. I I'm going for the Hurt Business. Okay. The Hurt Business. They've had too many matches where they lost. They're about to win one. Okay. At some point. <laughs> Who cares? You know, wow. that's kind of what I was thinking because I am not invested at all in the Hurt Business. I, they do nothing for me. You know, I, so in a way, I agree with you. Who cares? That uh, it's not. Yeah, I'm with you. So no. you guys, so we have two hurt business. We have two hurt business and, and two, no give fucks and and two no no more fucks to give. So um, yes, and a sledge mug. <laughs> exactly. All right, next match, which we're actually seeing previewed here on the monitor in front of us from this past Monday night, Firefly Inferno match. Randy Orton and the Fiend. Can we do something else in Inferno matches? I mean, Randy Orton seems to be in more Inferno matches than even fire, Undertaker fire, fire. or Kane was. <laughs> it's crazy. But anyway, what's your thoughts on this match? Since Randy lit the house on fire there years we go. ago, there we go. I think he's going to lit the pipe puppets on fire somehow. Chief? The Fiend. There's no way The Fiend's not going to win this match, but I don't see, like... Well, Randy Orton getting set on fire. I think he's something's going to happen to the puppets or well, no, something. Randy's going to set things on fire, but this is a good segue for Alexa Bliss to go full Sister Abigail and just cost Randy a lot. Speaking of, when I saw that thing, she was on vacation. What a time to be on vacation! Like she's in the middle of like. Uh, the, the biggest storyline yeah. like in WWE besides Roman and well, she mentioned on Twitter though that this time off was planned months ago. Before. Even then, be like, "Hey, you're involved in this. You can go on vacation when the storyline wraps up." But she can easily come back. And Watch just, TiVo later. She, she <laughs> could easily just come back and just like full fledged Sister Abigail, and just everyone be like, "Wait a minute, you're on vacation." Maybe that's a setup. Yep, exactly. And then there's talk that if it's going to be, uh, there's talk of maybe Nikki Cross possibly teaming with Randy if this is going to become more of an uh, intergender thing with what's going on with Alexa and Bray. Uh, there, there's a lot of opportunity. Uh, we saw Orton lose or get the, uh, um, 
get put it passed out by the fiend this past Monday mandible or claw. the mandible claw either this this week or the week before. Uh, so anything can certainly happen. All right, uh, next match. Intriguing women's uh, SmackDown title, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Hate to say it, but I see Carmella getting the belt. They put on a pretty good thing on Friday from what I saw in the highlights, but I see Sasha retaining. Between all the stuff with the Mandalorian and just she hasn't been champion for more than a couple days every time she's had yeah, it. Yeah. It's about and, time she has a long, good run with it. And the recording for Mandalorian right now is done for, the, for this part of the year, yep. I think. So she's epic. You know, epic. So. I think Sasha's going to bust a bottle over Carmella's head. Speak, yeah, the, down. To speak, <laughs> to speak with Mandalorian real quick. It's on it, pop culture. We'll get it there. I'm just going to say right here, right now, if they don't make a figure of her. Oh, they're going to. If she hates wrestling fans bugging her, Wait till she now she's part Star of Star Wars. Wars. She's going to be hating life once like <laughs> her, fans start coming back everywhere. Her demeanor is going to change real quick. Uh, all right, next match. Uh, the heavyweight titles, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles. Drew retains. As much as I hate to say it, Drew retains. I'd love to see AJ get another shot at that title, but I don't see that happening. I think it's going to be a disqualification. The big guy's going to get involved. Well, he's down, at, he's down at the Performance Center getting extra training, isn't he? It's a TLC match, though. There ain't no DQs. That's true. <laughs> I love he's looking at you right now. <laughs> Audio, sir. Audio. <laughs> I, can't say, I can't say what I was thinking. No, you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. No, 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 no. We're we Sledge's are. mug. We're going to have to get those mugs. We just hold the mug up and we want to say we something. We are not under the FCC. You can say whatever the fuck you want when you want. No, 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 no. That's, ben, that's ben. not in my vocabulary. No, I think, uh, I think, Drew, I think Drew's, going to, uh, Drew's going to retain. Ben Hall asks, no spoilers, but we don't have any spoilers to give. These are it's just tomorrow. It's who? Who? <laughs> no, unless Who? he's talking about the can you do a little? Can you do a little yuck yuck in there? No, no, yuck, we're, yuck, yuck. we're not going to talk about. We're going to talk about Mandalorian, but not specifics. Who wants to know? Ben. Who's Ben? Ref Ben. Who? Who? Okay, next match. <laughs> All right, I think. This, would you guys not agree that this next one's probably going to be the main event? Roman versus Kevin Owens. That'll be the main event, and there's literally no way Roman's not winning that match. Yeah, he, he has to, right? Does Jimmy make his return at this point? Jimmy Uso? He said in December he was coming back. But I, there was some interview with Jay saying when Jimmy was coming back, but I didn't see it. I didn't either. I say Jay's going to turn on Roman tomorrow. <sighs> I, I don't not, see I don't not see necess, Not necessarily Roman not retaining the belt, but I think Jay is going to be involved in the match, and he's going to screw it up. And it's, the outcome's going to be he's going to do something to Roman. That, that would make good writing. But, yeah, you but know, they're building it's somewhat, the WWE, so who knows? <laughs> Jason. What? Are you paying attention to the show? Not really. Okay. Never mind me. <laughs> got two of them now. <laughs> uh, they're, they're building this tribal family thing so hard right now. I don't see Jay turning on him just yet. I think it's too soon for that. Jimmy coming in, causing... Uh, uh, something to happen that Roman will get the win over uh, Kevin I think is the thing that will help 
solidify him getting into the tribe, even if he gets into the ring, not until 2021 at some point. I think Roman retains and, and you know, Aaron, there's I'm, no DQs, but I think Jimmy will make an appearance. Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm tired of the whole tribal chief bullcrap with Paul Heyman. It's the same exact thing with Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman runs his damn mouth. Paul Heyman puts his foot in it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm tired of seeing Paul Heyman. Roman is good without anybody near him. He doesn't need to have someone next to him. You know, can I ask the question? You can ask what, what you like. What is the best storyline on WWE right now? <laughs> Roman. Do you really think so? Yeah. Or is it this guy that we're looking at on no, the screen? No, Roman and Bray Wyatt are like the two best things in WWE. Yeah, right but now. I would put Roman first, though. I, I would put Bray for the simple fact. And, and here's the second follow-up question. How much creativity is he allowed to have in his character and what goes on on a weekly basis? Oh, oh totally agree. He's in total control. Isn't Bray, Bray has right. full access to his character, and he has said it to both me and Matt on, on numerous personal occasions where he has said, if you think you've seen this, he goes, I'm not done. He goes, you will see more. So Bray's got full control of his character. And, and, and to me... That right there, that's good television. The, this, the rest of the shit that's on WWE, other than a couple. Something that I'm concerned with, though, is, you know, they're trying to turn Bray and Alexa somewhat of a face. Yeah. So we know when, when, when Fiend first came out, he was this monster, right? He was this crazed demon, using uh, uh, certain words. Um, and, and I think with going up against a Randy Orton, who he knows a heel, you've got this heel versus heel thing, but they're trying to turn him to the face. I think turning him face a little bit is diminishing from the background of the, the character of what the Fiend was originally built to be. Yes. Does he play mind games? Yes. No question. So, and Bray does have full control of his character, just I think like Roman does on the other side. But if you have, my, my opinion, I find the Roman Reigns storyline with the tribal chief and head of the table and all that more emotionally invested than this rivalry, which is more of an entertainment rivalry, I think. There's nothing yeah. deep in here. There's no real backstory other than, you know, Orton burning down the, the house a couple of years ago, but there's no building here with emotion, in my opinion. That, the, um, so The reason why I say that, Aaron, with yeah. the whole Tribal Chief thing is because prime example was SmackDown. He literally goes and tells Kevin... I'm the tribal chief of your family. I am the one who puts food on your t- table. It's like, dude, no, you're not. Like, that is not w- where you can say that. Kevin puts food on the table for his family. Yeah. Right? Roman is not in charge of every other superstar that's in the background. But I think that's what makes his character intriguing because he thinks he's helping everybody. It's, you know, he's the guy on SmackDown. He's must watch. And because everybody's eyes are glued to SmackDown, Anybody who appears on SmackDown is getting his rub as the Tribal Chief. I understand what you're saying. It makes perfect sense. That's kind of the way I see it. You I agree I mean? with what you said. Like, Bray Wyatt's more of, like, the entertainment storyline. Like, the if you like the movie storylines, kind of like the horror movie, the crazy guy, it's more like that realm. But mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, you can get, like, it's more realistic-based, like, family-related. You can Correct. get behind, like, stuff like that. And what happened with The Rock on uh, Talking Smack? Because I didn't see it. Did he address I, I, the Roman thing at all? I, I did not see the interview as of yet. So I, I, if anybody saw that, um, 
Brandy, we are, we are actually working on Funny Bone. Uh, we're having some technical issues uh, trying to get them online, so we are currently working on that behind the scenes. So bear with us as we try to get Funny on the, uh, on the line. All right, what I'd like to do is let's step aside for an early break. Um, hold on, we're, we, we just, we're, we're getting, Chief is communicating with them right now. Okay, uh, all, okay, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna communicate with Funny Bone, and uh, hopefully by the time we come back from break, We'll have him on the line with us. We'll be back right after this. someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. All right, welcome back. I literally just spoke to Funny Bone during break, so he's working on the link on his end, and uh, we are watching him. However, if he's unable to get the link live, then he's got our phone number to call in, and we'll just we'll have to do the uh, interview via phone. Um, do we saw Sledge on on video. Sledge is still there too, so hopefully, uh, it'll it will it will work. Let's see. Um, Ah, Brandy shares that it was a small segment with The Rock of an old interview. That's why there was no real build-up for him being on the show. Oh, that's kind of So, Okay, do we have him clicking on the link there? You got? Oh, we're getting him? All right, looks like we're going to have the demigod of death joining us here in about 10 seconds. We've got him looped in. Aaron's just configuring him so we can get him up on the screen. Okay, uh, can he hear us? All right, uh, Funny Bone, if you can hear us, just turn your camera horizontal so we can get a full picture rather than the up and down. I just heard a, I just heard a hard breath on that other end, which tells me we've got his audio. Yeah, there, there you go. So I'm, I'm shaking already. My stomach just got my heart in it. <laughs> All right, so... He's glad I'm, he's not here to chop us or something. I know. I, listen, I've... <laughs> you have I, him all... I will pay to see that happen to Aaron. I, I will pay to see it. I'll double the pay to see it happen to you. I'll take it. <laughs> Great. I'll pitch in. Great. All right. Do we have him up ready to go? All right. So this time, without further ado, it is time to bring in the demigod of death, simply known as Funny Bone. The, Your he demigod is. of death. What's that, sir? Your demigod of death. You are my demigod, but as everybody else's, your demigod of death now joins us on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Good morning, sir. 
morning. We appreciate you taking time to get up with us this morning. Fellas, say hello to Funny Bone. What's up, Funny Bone? Eh. 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 Yourself. I think we all feel that way in the morning, too. Um, I think you woke up on the painted side of the bed this morning. <laughs> great. Great. Uh, Funny Bone, first of all, our, our audience is um, doing doing wonderful things. They want to see you and they want to hear from you. Um, what What is happening for you at this time? I know it's not a whole lot in the ring action before we start getting into other matters of your history, but what, what's life like for Funny Bone right now during this time of uh, not a whole lot of live matches happening? Uh, I hit the gym a lot, make t-shirts, make content, whatever I can. And I have shows coming up in January and February in Florida. They don't give a fuck there, so. That's right. They don't. Awesome. Where, where can people find your merch? Uh, store Frontier and uh, Brain Buster Tees. Okay, and just go in and do a search for, under your name, I presume. Yeah, then we got to death. Excellent. Okay, guys, next question. Why don't you guys pick it up here? I don't want to take over the whole interview. Funny Bone. Morning. Eh. Good morning, it's Chief. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Chief? I actually like you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into early. Can you talk about the where you got started in the wrestling, in your wrestling career, and who trained you? I got started right here in Las Vegas. I was originally trained under Scott Casey and Nick Bockwinkle. Wow. So if you don't know who they are, you fucking suck at life. That's truth. truth. Very That's true. A damn truth. Where'd you come nah, up with I trained f- under them for a couple years. Uh, Scott was more of the physical aspects of it. Nick was more of the mindset of it. Uh, two amazing minds in professional wrestling. Two of the best ever. Uh, Scott Casey was the man that trained Booker T, so obviously he's pretty good at what he does. Nick Bonkwinkle was just the fucking, he's the best, period. Very true. What got you interested in, in, in the squared circle in the first place? It's the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Never never in my life I remember wanting to do something else. Oh, wow. Didn't you just go over 20 years, sir? No, 19 years. 20 years will be in uh, May of next year. Right. Okay. Almost. That's a heck of a milestone. Hell, yeah. Who was the first yeah, wrestler? Old. Who was the first wrestler you ever saw perform? Uh, first wrestler I saw perform live is actually Mick Foley versus Sabu, oh. uh, Silver Nugget in Las Vegas. Wow. Oh, wow. What? No wonder why uh, they, they had a couple of matches there. One of them, uh, they lost the venue because they're out there wrestling on blackjack machines and shit. Wow. Listen, we have a, uh, we have a guest that would like to pop on the screen and say hello to you. He was with us in our first hour who when we mentioned that you were going to join us here, he wanted to say hello and maybe share some uh, stories with you. Let's welcome back from our... for him. Let's, oh, <laughs> so, so you know. So, so obviously you know we have Sledge back on with us, so we've got you guys on the screen. What's and, up, uh, Yay fucking me. Yay, yeah, yay me too as well. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Still drinking those Red Bulls like they're going out of style, huh? Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I think good. you're looking good, though, bro. Man, fuck, dude, you look jacked. Man, at least one of us is. Oh. You, don't need, oh, you don't need me to take my jacket off, brother. You already know that the guns are there. All right. Like a tattoo or what? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here we go. Nothing changes with you. 
Nothing. No, changed. why would you think that? I know, I know. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point, man. That's good. Though. I think at this point, I'd like to ask those of us here in the studio, we're just going to sit back. And I think Let we're going to give the last 40 minutes to you two. Let them go at it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to you say. You don't want that. Oh, yes, we do want oh, that. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing about both of these fellas. I know both of them personally, and they're two of the greatest and nicest guys I've ever seen. Even though you're in character, Bone, I'm sorry. i got to say it. I love both of you. Hey, I'm fucking friendly. What do you mean? He's <laughs> <laughs> a friendly motherfucker. I'm polite. I say please and thank you and all that other bullshit. Yeah, well, I'll never take your chop. That's for damn sure. I will. No, I would never give you a chop because it would be the last thing you ever do in your life. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Our, our our Jason, who's here in our DJ booth, he's willing to take a chop from you next time you're you're in town. I think we want to do that. I highly so you're as dumb as you look. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest not to. We're clipping that one too. All right. <laughs> I, I've taken a number amount of those damn things, and every time he chops me, man, my heart skips a beat. I swear it does. So, what's been the what? What's your most memorable match together, or your memorable story together while traveling, or whatever? Share share a, a, a story with us. Oh shit! What's that, no, no, I got this one. Slide. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so we we're doing a show in NorCal somewhere, some fucking little desert town. For some reason, they hit my music first. Like, I'm not the oh, fucking yes. man of it. <laughs> I come out, I do my thing. This asshole's getting all hyped up in the back. He walks through the curtain, slips, falls right on his ass. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I grabbed the microphone. I'm like, no, dumbass. We're not ruining my fucking match like that. Go to the back and do it again. Everybody <laughs> pretend like he didn't just fall on his fucking ass. Oh, my God. So we went in the back, we hit his music again, and he came out, and he didn't fall on his ass to make himself look like an idiot. No, no, no. Here, here, here's, here's what happened. What, right? So I slipped and fall because you came out and you spit water, and I slipped and fall on the linoleum floor, and you were supposed to come out second. If you want to pretend it's water, that's fine with me, too. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, you were supposed to come out second. So what happened? I'm supposed was, to come out second. Especially between the two of us, yes. Oh, oh my God. Just talk for a minute. So you say, let's do it again. And I go, okay, so we, I walk back, then you walk back, I go out first, then you came out second. Yeah, because that's why it should be. <laughs> and then we fix went, everybody's fucking botches. And then, and then we went and tore the house down. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> funny, bo funny Bone, I have a question in our chat room from Jeff Bronk, one of our uh, loyal listeners. He would like to know, what is the worst injury you ever suffered, and how did it happen? Mm. Oh, fuck, that's a long list, guys. <laughs> My collarbone's still broken. How about that one? Wow. Oof. I can fucking wiggle it. Jeez. Oh, and how did that how did that happen? Uh Any wrestler Jody something or other. He's a dumbass. It's on YouTube. Okay. I actually broke my collarbone in uh three places and then I picked him up and dumped him on his head from the top rope. So I still <laughs> I, fucking won. I remember popping your tibia back in backstage. Remember well that? that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm, if I sleep now, I'll fucking pop out of place. We were in, uh, I don't know, we were in some rinky-dink town, and uh, we were wrestling on, like, I think it was like a Wednesday or something like that, and I'm watching your match, and your your tibia pops out, and everybody doesn't know what the hell to do, so I slide in real quick to make, and I help you to the back. You lay on the ground, you go, hold here, and I go, what? He goes, hold here, and I go, okay, and he pops his tibia back in. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
And then he gets back up and walks his happy ass back out the curtain to finish the fucking match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A warrior I've had for one sure. match in my entire career I didn't finish, and that's when I broke my leg, and that's because they wouldn't let me go back out there. Wow. <laughs> but, Lord. He, but he wanted to go out there. I didn't want to fucking leave. <laughs> hey, wow. Bone, I got a question. How, huh? did, how did you come up with your character? Um, mixture of a lot of things. Big on horror movies, big on Papa Shango, uh, Undertaker, shit like that. Uh, a lot of it has to do with just personal friendliness of myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nice. Do you send out a lot of greeting uh, cards for the holidays? Nice. Huh? Do you send out a lot of greeting cards uh, to uh, you know as part of your niceness for folks at the? Actually, I do. I send out I send out holiday cards with my kids to the people I like. That's why Schledge didn't get one. <laughs> His will have a body part in it. <laughs> Sledge is on the naughty list. Oh yeah, a hey, hey, bone. I, I, for, I, I forgot. Wrestled, I wrestled bone in fuck. We wrestled in cage matches. We wrestled in dog collar matches. You get the fucking three way dog collar match is the worst thing. Oh, it was so horrible. It was so bad. Worst fucking idea ever. Horrible idea. Who was the third participant in that match? Simba. That was me, this fucker, and Sin. And Sin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst fucking idea ever. All we did is fucking hurt each other. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. I came up with the greatest fucking finish ever. And that's I just wrapped Sin's chain around the fucking top rope and I put a lock on it. Oh. That's correct. That was the thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. That yeah, was fucking. That was done. Collars are loose as shit on her neck, so every time it's just dragging across. Oh, just, we all got wow. fucking like rope burn around our fucking necks. Jeez. It was horrible. It was so bad. There's a time I threw Sin over the top rope, and I literally see my chain going behind him, and I'm just like, "Oh, cool, I'm dead." Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an anchor overboard, you're going with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I literally, I like, I literally see my chain just go between his legs and get wrapped around his split, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's awesome." <laughs> it, it, yeah, great. It was not a. Uh, it wasn't a very thought out, planned match. Very well. We tried our best, but we that, did. that was, a, it was. It was a great idea on paper, and that's where it should have fucking stayed. <laughs> yeah, and then ended up in the trash can. Um, man, we uh, we tore the house down uh, for the Sin Caltech t- uh, uh, Championship. Um, shit, man, where else did we wrestle? We wrestled in Mexico. We did that Mexico trip. Yeah, I started a little riot when I ripped off my face. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> gave me a black eye the day before I headed to WWE. Yep. Yeah, that was fucking funny. That was just out of nowhere. That was just a fucking freak accident. That's all that was. I laugh still to this day about that. Ha. Ha. <laughs> that was a freak accident. Um, man, dude, we've had good times beating the shit out of each other. I'll tell you that much. But, yeah, I mean, I enjoy beating your ass. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy, uh, I enjoy fighting you as well. You know, it's always been one of those... I always knew what I was getting into every time I got I, I was booked against you. I was like, oh, I'm going to be sore the next day, and, well, we're going to be match of the night. I always knew that, 100%. Well, you just had to take that. You just had to know that when you see, you know, Funny Bone's name on the, on the card, whoever was going against him had to accept what you just talked about as part of the match. Well, yeah, absolutely. And that's one of those things where with Bone is he's so talented. And I'm going to put you over for a minute, motherfucker, so fuck you. <laughs> I'll take uh, a nap. Where's your yeah. mug? Show the mug. Here you go. This is my mug for you right here. Fresh out of fucks. Um, it's a good thing the FCC <laughs> does not regulate the internet. That's all I'm going to say. That's right. for me. This, you know, dude, <laughs> me money. This guy drinks so much. 
but he's so he, uh, Funny Bone is so talented with anything he does, whether it's promo wise, whether it's in ring. His seminars are absolutely fantastic. So if you guys ever get a chance to do one of his seminars, they're absolutely fucking fantastic. Um, he breaks down character work. He breaks down how to sell. He breaks down everything there is to know about professional wrestling. And I learned so much from wrestling Funny Bone. Um, multiple times. Fuck, we we wrestled. I don't know how many times in a year. It was ridiculous how many times. Every time I turned around, I was wrestling this motherfucker. In different states, different fucking countries, you name it, man. We were wrestling each other because people wanted to see the match, I guess. Or they just were like, yeah, we'll just book it. Um, but I, I know him personally as well. And with everything that's going on, I, I'm glad that you're safe. And I'm glad that you're... Uh... And he gave me a good farewell as I went to Ring of Honor, too. Not many people know that, but he gave me a good farewell as I went to Ring of Honor. So, uh, right on. First off, Bone, fuck you. I love you. And um, I'd wrestle you any day of the fucking week. Well, th there's a lot of clamoring in our chat room to see a match between the two of you as soon as possible. Fuck YouTube it. <laughs> that just means they don't like you, Sledge. Is that what it is? Or does it mean they just don't like you? Yeah, when anybody's like, you should wrestle Bone, I mean, I'm like, you don't like him very much, do you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to see that match in Ring of Honor on national television. Oof. Oof. I don't do a lot of TV stuff because they tell me a time to go and then I do whatever I want. So it doesn't really work out. <laughs> uh, I want to remind everybody that you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. We thank you for tuning in. Hour number two of our very special two-hour show to wrap up uh, 2020 on Screen with us today is Funny Bone, and uh, every once in a while, taking his punches from Funny Bone Sledge, it will be pop has been popping in, and we're <laughs> we're enjoying their interaction. I'm just gonna let you guys do this with Bone, because it's Bone's hour, and I want Bone to you know get his shit over. Um, so I'm going to happily peace out. All right, Sledge, we thank you. Peace out, buddy. Peace, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there for He salutes you. All that's right. The, that's our salute at, at all times. There you so. go. Thank you, Sledge. We'll talk all soon, right. okay? Take it easy, Sledge. Thanks, brother. Later, bud. All right. Um, guys, Matt? Question? I always have the same question for every guest. Who's your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? You're like top four of all uh, time. Shawn Michaels, Nick Bockwinkle, Undertaker, Stone Cold. It's a good four. That was quick. And one of the first guests <laughs> that didn't hesitate with names. Usually, sure. You know, so... Um, no, I mean, those are all guys that changed the game. Like, Shawn Michaels, there wouldn't be guys my size wrestling if it wasn't for Shawn Michaels, period. True. Um, he, he made it to where guys that are, that are not larger than life uh, on a physical scale could wrestle. Uh, Undertaker is the greatest character of all professional wrestling. Right. Uh, you can't even fucking argue that. Stone Cold made more goddamn money than any other wrestler quickly, easily. He sold more hats than most guys sell now, like in a month. Yeah. Nick Bockwinkle made me who I am today. And he's also, if you ever watched him wrestle, you know he's fucking, he's better than you. That's just it. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time and probably one of the greatest minds in the business. Oh, yeah, easily. Like, easily. Like, he's the kind of guy, like, uh, Bobby Heenan gave him the best description ever. If you ask him what time it is, he's tell you he's going to tell you how to build a watch. Uh, he doesn't just explain what your question is. Like he doesn't explain the answer. He explains every aspect of the answer he could possibly explain. He he wants to give you as much information as humanly possible, and he has all of it in his head. So and that's how you do your training seminars. 
Hmm? That's how you do your training seminars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I try to give them... And I'm not uh, as quick as Nick. So I have to write it all down. He just memorizes it and shit. I give them as much information about every single thing that I could possibly uh, do. I let all of them know, like, hey, if you have any questions afterwards that you think of, just message me. I'll fucking answer anything. Like, I want to I wanna give back to something that gave me so much. Definitely. What's been your favorite match so far in your career? Coming on 20 years in May, obviously a lot of matches. What's been, uh, what would be your, your top match that you've had? I have three. I don't have just one because okay. they're kind of different categories. Um, they're, I think they're all on YouTube. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Cutthroat Cody versus me in a steel cage with weapons. Uh, match of the year here in Las Vegas. Uh, one of the most brutal matches I've ever been in. Um, it meant a lot story-wise. And I had a, a heavy hand in the story on that one of how it developed and how it went. Uh, Cutthroat Cody is somebody I've known for his whole career and then some. Uh, so it meant a lot to me to like really give him something and give ourselves something to give the fans something. Uh, second match would be me versus Chupi, uh Hood Slam, uh, last being standing. Uh, me and Chupi have known each other for 18 years. Uh, we've had a couple classics that I really enjoy. This one's my favorite. Uh, we did a lot of impromptu dedications to uh, our brother Virgil Flynn III. Uh, a lot of stuff just worked out great. His wife happened to show up to the show, and she doesn't really do that. Um, we had other people who were paying homage to him because it was his first uh, entertainer that he missed. And we just we wanted to give the fans something and him something and mostly something for his kids to watch of how much he meant to us. So we did that and we did it very well. Uh, and the last match is uh, me versus Damian Drake for Mecca five. I like that for two reasons. A, I've known Damian Drake since he was a fucking baby or kid or whatever the fuck you call him. A little fucking <laughs> thing. Literally been telling him his whole life that I was going to grow up and beat his ass. Um, I like that match because to me it felt like with all the people on that show and all the people on that card and how they were advertising a lot of stuff, it felt like they didn't expect much out of us. Like, hey, let's just have the local guys have a match. You know, we got Penta versus uh, Matt Seidel, so that's going to steal the show and shit like that. Like, main event, I think, was uh, Chris Bay, Ray Phoenix, and someone else. I don't, I don't fucking know. I like that match because me and Chris Bay, or me and uh, Damian Drake, sorry, stole the fucking show. We stole it from guys that, that wrestle all over the world. We stole it from guys that are on TV. We stole it from everybody. Uh, we told a story that we came up on on our own. Um, they didn't give us direction. They were like, yeah, do whatever. Just have a match. Um, we came up with a story on our own. We came up with something that meant something to us. Uh, like I said, I've known him since he was a kid, so it was kind of like fighting your uncle, so to speak, of like really like coming into a man. Uh, we used his father in the match. Unfortunately, I didn't get to hit him. I uh, kind of miss doing that. <laughs> but it was it was a great story to us, and I liked it also, like I said, because it was kind of a fuck you to everybody who didn't expect much out of us because we fucking tore the house down and stole the show. I was there for that match. That was a good, very, very good match. 
If you'd have heard him, Grandma. Yeah, we we literally both had the intent of like we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna steal the show. Period. That's just how it's gonna go. If you'd have heard him, Grandma would have kicked your ass. Huh? If you'd have heard him, Grandma would have kicked your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I still have a picture of her in my house with a T-shirt, and she put duct tape over the top of it, crossing me out. <laughs> yeah, buddy, that was my coffee drinker. So, you so I'll got- tell you a fun story about her because a lot of people don't know this shit. Um, oh, probably oh. the first time I've ever told this story publicly. So, Damien Drake's father, I wrestled him in his very first match. I beat the dog shit out of him too. He came home with handprints and footprints and all kinds of bullshit. I met his mom eleven years later. And she's like, oh, you're the boy that put marks all over my boy. Blah, blah, blah. Starts yelling and bitching at me about beating his ass. And I'm like, yes, yes, I beat his ass and I'll do it again. I'm beating (laughs) his ass next. And I pointed to Brett. So every time I wrestled Brett, she would stand the whole time just eyeballing me. And I would eyeball her right back and dump him on his fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) Damien got beat up more because his grandma was watching Yikes. Yeah. So you're in it almost 20 years. What's your ultimate goal in wrestling? Um, to have my youngest son remember watching me live. Nice. That's it. I don't give a fuck. Like, uh, TV's fun, cool, it's more money. I get to wrestle less, though. Like, to me, I don't, I don't like doing fucking eight-minute matches. I don't like doing ten-minute matches. I want to wrestle 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes. Um, I don't really like TV. I don't like the idea of it. Um, to me, it dumbs down my art. So I'm not the biggest fan. I like money. That's about it. Notoriety is cool, too. Uh, yeah. I when you get seen on TV, everybody's like, oh, man, you're so much better. No, not really. Uh, there's a lot of great, great wrestlers who've never been on TV. Um. So yeah, money and everything. Money and notoriety, cool, but like I don't want to be one of those guys like fucking Goldberg's dumbass that's like, oh, let me come back and take someone else's spot just so my kid can watch me wrestle live. To me, man, that's fucked up. Um, you're taking money out of somebody else's pocket, mm-hmm. taking a spot out of somebody else's uh, thing. You know what I mean? Like, and he's, he sucks anyways. He knocked himself out before a fucking match. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, I want to wrestle long enough to where I don't want to stop. I don't want to come back so my kid can watch me wrestle. I want to wrestle until I know for a fact he's going to remember it, and then I will stop. Right on. The sto- storyline with Cutthroat Cody probably one of the, the best I've seen out here. I do want to say something to you that I don't know if a lot of fans have said, because you know I am a fan of yours, but uh, thank you for the last match with Carrion uh, Cross. It was a classic. You guys put it away. Oh, that was a, that was a great match. That was fun. Um, we really just give a little insight of the backstage on that one. We're arguing with uh, the guy in charge the whole time of how we're going to do this. Me and Cross wanted to do it a little different. Uh, he argued with it. Uh, he His idea was um, he was just going to announce it as the main event when it was time for the main event. Uh, 
I literally grabbed the ring announcer that night, and I'm like, go announce the fucking match right now. And he's like, no, but Joe said no. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Just go do it. I'm glad I wasn't uh, on the mic that anybody night. Got a problem, they come to me. Uh, so we went there and announced it, crowd popped, because we, we weren't originally scheduled to wrestle in the cage. We were supposed to wrestle before the cage matches. They decided at literally like showtime, like start of the show. They're like, oh no, your main event in the cage. I'm like, fucking cool. Like, so how are we telling the crowd this? How are we making it make sense? And he's like, no, we're just going to do it. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Uh, so we argued the whole time. I think if it went the way me and Kevin wanted it to, it would have been just that much better. Uh, fun match, though. Great match. First time we've ever worked. Uh, just put up a clip of me biting him from that match. That was one of my favorite moments. Uh, Disco Inferno botched that one. He's like, this is a great spot. This what is the spot. He just flipped me off and I bit his fucking finger. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a discussion about that in the back. There was, I saw a finger in my face, so I bit it. That's called creativity. Yeah. It's called knowing your shit. Bingo. Well, I, I for one, was glad I wasn't the ring announcer that night then, so I'm, I'm glad that it was somebody else. <laughs> yeah, because it was uh, Josh Shabbat. I literally was like, just go fucking do it. Shut the fuck up. He's like, all right. <laughs> no one's gonna exactly going to go tell Bone no. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, listen, I, I've had the honor uh, when he wrestles with uh, BBW, of course, uh, versus now that I'm there. I've had the honor of calling some of Funny's matches with BBW. Nice. And uh, it's, it's an honor to be part of a match from a commentary booth to be able to uh, – Share your match with those watching. It's, it's an incredible, you are an incredible performer in that ring, and I'm wishing you more, 20 more years of success, healthy success, that you can continue to reach your goal for your kids, for your son. I think that, that's a great motivator. I appreciate that. All right, what, one quick question, uh, guys. I'm going to ask, so what does Funny Bone do at this time of year for Christmas to celebrate and get ready for the new year? What does he do? Um, wish I didn't have seven kids to buy shit for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually like buying my kids crap. Uh, I like buying them the most useless stuff because their kids are going to break it or lose it anyways. I don't give a shit. I buy them all kinds of fucking toys. I, I, I'm bad with shopping because I just want to fucking buy them everything. Do I was just at the fucking store and I saw a Skeletor and I'm like, ooh, I should get like six of these. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remember that I'm not fucking filthy rich. Do you do you go shopping with them with the with the face paint so you can kind of get in wherever you want and you know kind of control the store? I mean, I do that anyways. I'll push people out of my way. I don't give a oh, fuck. there you go. Uh, generally speaking, I'm not allowed in public a whole lot. Um, <laughs> not shockingly enough, I'm not very friendly to random strangers that are in my fucking way. Um, anytime I come home from the store. And tell the family I got a story. They assume I beat somebody up. <laughs> I don't know if you heard her in the background. She's literally just. Mm-hmm. I literally went to the store last night and I came back and I was like, "Oh, I got a story for you." And they're like, "Who'd you beat up?" I'm like, "I didn't beat up anybody for once." Right. <laughs> the story is you made it out without beating somebody up. That would be the story. Yeah, right? that's the story. I didn't beat somebody's ass. This there time. you go. All right, fellas. Uh, final questions. We'll we'll let uh, Funny Bone go as the show is kind of coming around the quarter. Po- the last poll here. Any final questions? Do you have any goals for 2021? Uh, to actually wrestle. We would uh, love yeah. to see it. I can't wait for crowds I, to I come miss back. Here's the thing. I, I, I wrestle like 150 times a year. I wrestle three or four times a week. Um, throughout this whole thing, I've probably wrestled since uh, 
March. May, whatever. March. Yeah, yeah March 15th was the last, like, big show. I probably wrestled, like, ten times. That's fucking weird for me. Wow. Uh, I can't remember the last time I've wrestled, like, this last... Uh, it's strange. It's weird not wrestling. I just want to wrestle. True. So how do you stay sharp like this, though, with, without wrestling? How do you stay sharp as a, as a wrestler? Uh, generally speaking, I just pretend I'm sharp as it is. Oh, okay. Naturally, uh, naturally born. Face paint, um, theatrics. No, I just, I, I fucking wrestle, man. Like, I really feel like if you've been wrestling as long as I have, if you can't just walk out there and have a fucking good match, you probably shouldn't walk out there. Um, I've never felt like I wasn't ready. Like, maybe I just get too winded now, but that's about it. Right on. But I've also gained 45 pounds since, you know, the pandemic bullshit. Yeah, I, I feel that pain. <laughs> As well. Gentlemen, let's wrap up with Funny Bone. Any f closing thoughts, and then we'll, we'll let Funny Bone go. I'm going to give you two. Somebody told me to tell you you still suck. Uh -oh. Yeah, shocker. Uh, you know who that is. But second, <laughs> yeah. second of all, a lot of people don't know. Uh, Funny Bone has one daughter, and she has four brothers. Five brothers, six, six. Well, brothers. he had seven. Six so brothers. six brothers. Right. Says seven and, minus one. That would leave six. I know. I got Halfheimers. Give <laughs> me a break. Sorry. Give me a break. I got Halfheimers. Okay. Anyway, uh, growing up, uh, I so I don't think for the crowd uh, of of people, they really want to mess with Funny Bone's daughter because I think her brothers will kick their ass. Well, brothers are supposed to do. Final that. thought. Brother, yeah, somebody's going to die from that bullshit. I love you, brother. <laughs> I love, love you. you too, man. Matt, final thought. Look forward to seeing you wrestle again, hopefully in Sam's Town or FSW soon, and looking forward to seeing you and the family again. Well, sit front row and I'll dive on you. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, yeah. Well, that and Jason's ready for some chops, and our audience is actually willing to pay to see you chop Jason. So we can, we can look forward to that next year. I'm so. a big fan of getting paid to hit people. All right. We'll make it up. We'll take up a little fund on GoFundMe or something, and we'll get it done. Listen, we want to thank you for taking time with us. Appreciate it very much. Happy holidays to you and, and the family, and we do look forward to your continued success real soon. Can't wait to get you back in the ring and, and be able to let folks know what's going on, man. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I enjoyed my time. Thank you, Funny Thank Bone. You. We appreciate Thank it. You, he is your Bye. he is your demigod of death. Funny Bone. Uh, you know, it's I, when I see him at shows afterwards, I mean, he's, he's still s focused on what he had just done, and I walk up to him, and I shake his hand, you know, congrats or whatever, and it's, listen, you got a guy like this, you know you're, you're in the presence of greatness. <laughs> and the fact that he, he loves his niche without television... That is very, very rare these days, I think, in a, in a wrestling perform in a performer. And he loves the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's fun watching him terrify kids before he like So what the fuck did I sign up for? Yeah. Well <laughs> You'll find out soon enough. You'll find out. Oh, it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. So. We're making sure this one happens <laughs> for sure. 
tune in for future Facebook Lives because we're going to air that one. <laughs> That's right. That'll be a that'll be a TCA uh, special uh, presentation. Make sure I'm drunk. We have like the audio of him agreeing to do this beforehand. Right. This was his idea. That's right. So when it happens, I'm saving this video. That's right. Well, I have Thomas Burnett in there who's already who's already said he'll pay for that. So we know we have one person in there. I don't know how much he's willing to throw I get something in. Something out of it. But yeah, yeah, you're gonna get a red chest and a and bloody chest for I'll that. Throw your ass in front of me if you ain't careful. So Not me, up. dude. I know how to stay away from Funny Bone. Um, all right, we have about 10 minutes left, and I know we have a lot to go here on our list, but I do want to just touch on, you know, this is something we should probably do on a regular basis. Uh, uh-oh. Chief either just got a joke or he sat on a feather, one or the other. <laughs> Brand, Brandy just said you signed your death warrant. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And she's right. Oh, God, yeah. Okay, this is something we should start doing in 2021 is birthdays. Yeah. You know, we had Stone Cold this past week. Today is, I believe, Trish, or yes, it was Trish Stratus, RVD. And I think what we should do on a weekly basis going in, you know, when we come back in 20, because there's no show next week. That's why we're doing two hours today. We are dark the 26th. We're taking the holiday off, but we will be back the following Saturday uh, of New Year's weekend. So I just want to touch on a couple of birthdays that, you know, that are coming up to round out the month of December. Stone Cold, RVD, Trish Stratus, uh, the late Mean Gene Okerlund, Mauro Ranallo, Primo, uh, Otis is celebrating a birthday. Good friend of our show. From the Performance Center. (laughs) From the Performance Center, exactly. A good friend of the shows who we had on here not too long ago, Doc Luke Gallows, is uh, celebrating on the 22nd. Uh, Rusev is a Christmas baby, or Miro, as those know know of him. Uh, Let's see, who other names here? Goldberg on the 27th. China, may she rest in peace, has a birthday on the 27th. Cesaro and Zelina Vega all on the 27th. And let's see, Justin Roberts on the 29th, Ray Phoenix on the 30th, and Matt Cross on the 31st. So I just want to touch on some names there. Happy birthday to all. Everybody's selling a birthday on uh, the rest of this year. Happy birthday and uh, continued uh, health and happiness. All right, fellas, let's touch on some topics that we have left before we go into uh, pop culture, unless you want to go into, right into pop culture. Go into pop culture. I got one for the go. WWE yes. report. USA Network is reportedly furious at WWE for the record low Raw numbers, and Raw wants, or USA Network wants a more dark and violent content to draw adult viewers. And with what we were just talking about, who's more violent and dark than Karrion Cross? I'm watching the tweets. We actually have some tweets coming across our screen that I want you to pay attention to. And somebody just talked about uh, Karrion Cross uh, and him coming to... Um, uh, Raw and what they should do with his character. So we'll watch for the tweet. A lot of happy birthdays going out. There's one for uh, Stone Cold from us, uh, but it'll it'll pop back up in there uh, in a moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, USA not happy, dark and stuff. And I saw something today. They want to also bring back maybe some more of the sexiness too. Not only just this stuff, but they have to do something. No matter how many times Vince says uh, we don't care about the ratings, which was the story that came out. Yeah. Because he's making money hand over fist in other areas. Go figure. And you're making money, but as here far are, Here are our thoughts why Karrion Cross should be the more violent and dark future of Monday Night Raw, and then it went off. But that's okay. Uh, that might be another uh, here hour. I have that funny, was us that wrote it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, you know, they are a little concerned uh, with the USA with the Raw ratings. So they have a lot of money invested. Uh, any other topics you guys want to hit on, on on what we have left on the run sheet? No, we can go into pop culture if you want. Okay, so let's go to pop culture. All right, you want to save the first one for last? Sure. Okay, 
Uh, we all know the big news this week is that the uh, COVID vaccine has been released here in the United States. Uh, first responders, frontline folks are getting it first. Um, do you guys think that's providing a lot of hope for our nation? And what do you think the, the feeling of those around the country are seeing that the vaccine now is being deployed? Hopefully it'll like curve the people that are like scared of it and it'll allow stuff to get more open and stuff like that. I I'm just waiting for the side effects to come in the first commercial of, have you taken the vaccine? You might be yeah. eligible for a financial <laughs> gain. Yeah, I, right. I think the main thing is you check, if you have a medical condition, you need to check with your doctor or doctors before you do take the shot. Like anything, like any medications exactly. or changes, yeah. Exactly. It's a great point. That's a great point. Jason, any thoughts on that? I'm keeping my mouth shut because it would be really bad what I say right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Want to take the next topic? Sure. Um, Mr. Boba Fett, yes. Jeremy Bullock, Bullock. Bullock. Passed, passed away over uh, kind of the weekend. Uh, he was 75 years old. One of the best. By far, besides Darth Vader, that just carried that film legacy. And this guy, always he came to always... You can always meet him at every Comic-Con, WizardCon, whatever there was, he was always there, and he was so nice to the fans. Oh, there, yeah. wasn't, there was not a time where he would not sign, no matter where... Even if he got up for a quick second, he would sign for his fans. Nah. So, may Boba Fett rest in peace. Kind of right sad, up. like that whole cast is like starting to die off. Yeah. Well, that's what happens as years tick away. I, I mm -hmm. Channel Eight locally posted uh, one of those like year-end memorial videos of those who we've lost in the entertainment industry, and it was it was a heck of a list because you kind of forget who and what has transpired from that standpoint. But they also did it right because at the end they closed out with the. 300,000 people who've lost their lives to COVID as the final shot for 2020 in that yeah. video. Um, but names on that list, like you're talking about, like, you know, talking about every, you know, the names that are passing away from those shows. Well, we forget Star Wars is what, 40 years old as a, as a franchise, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so it, it will happen. All right, why don't you take the last bullet? The season finale aired of The Mandalorian, which I still bum these shows are like so short. It's like eight, eight episodes long, but. The season finale was epic. Ain't gonna spoil anything. You must watch. Yeah, a lot of the if you're shows. Any kind of Star Wars fan. Bless you. All the new shows that had come back pre uh, post COVID, you know, shutdowns, only had like three, four, five weeks of new shows before they went on what now would normally be their stoppage for the winter season. Yeah. You know, so uh, it does. Yeah, you're right. It seemed like a very short season for everybody for returning shows. Yeah. Chief, what do you want to talk about? You watch The Mandalorian? You're a Star no. Wars fan? No. Now, what's your favorite sci-fi show? I don't have one. Monday like Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. <laughs> that's a Twilight Zone. That's, no. that's Impact. I don't watch it. Tessa Blanchard's still World Heavyweight Champion. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, what do I want to talk about? Yeah, we have a couple of minutes. All, all honesty, I want everybody. It's been a tough half a year for us almost three quarters of year. I want everybody to have a good holiday season, everybody to be healthy. Uh, I want to touch on something that when we were talking to Sledge earlier, I mentioned to Matt during one of our breaks. Jimmy V said in his speech, 
-hmm. We need to cry every day. We need to laugh every day. And we need to love every day. And if we do that, we have a good day. There you go. And I'll leave it at that. Chief over and out for this year. Let's have a good 2021. All right, right on. Jason, closing thoughts. Just everyone uh, stay safe, and um, hopefully 2021 brings us back to having fun again that we used to do before this uh, pandemic decided to say goodbye to everything we were known, known normally. Right on. Matt? Hopefully we get back to some kind of normalcy at some point. Hope everyone has a great holiday. And at 11.59 on New Year's Eve, everyone has to come out of their house and scream Jumanji at midnight. Absolutely. See if we can get out of this horrible game. I've been planning that for six months. I'm right there. (laughs) We should somehow do a TCA special of all of us somehow doing that at the same time. I'm down. I can loop them all together. Make a live video. Okay. There you go. Live wrestling. Live wrestling. Absolutely. All right. Uh, With that, we (laughs) hope... We hope that you've enjoyed today's special two-hour Thoughts Count Anywhere, sending us off into the holiday break. Again, we will not be on the air next week. We're going to take Sunday after Christmas off, uh, and then we will be back the Sunday right after New Year's. Saturday. 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 (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Yeah, what he said. Saturday, we'll be back with brand-new shows to kick (laughs) off 2021, so stay tuned on our Facebook page. Hey, go out to YouTube. Like our page out there as well. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which you can access right through Thoughts Count Anywhere. Dot com. Check it out, all of our past shows. You can also get into our merchandise and support the cause as well. We thank you and appreciate all of our fans across the world who tune in each and every week. I can't echo much more than what these... Jeez. <laughs> I got you out of the corner of my eye directing a plane over here, and then I'm, these guys picked it up. I'm the one with Halfheimers. I know. I got the other half. Uh, so, well, it doesn't help you getting cut off by music. No, no, that's okay. I'm not getting cut off. It's nice background music. I'm okay with that. It's not Dreidel, 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 which he didn't play but 30 seconds Oh, do week. I got a funny video to show you after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, listen. Be sa- listen, whatever you're going to do the next two weeks, be safe. Enjoy your family time, and just as Chief you know, mentioned before, laugh, cry, smile, whatever it is, it's all okay. Just be safe and turn to others. All right, with that, as always, be kind to each other. Why is that? For all we have, click on the QR code. We'll take you right to our website. Two hours, noontime, twin brothers from different mothers, Neil Portnoy and I are our special guests. Daniel Greenberg, national writer for the NBA. That's part of Barstool Sports. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for watching. We'll see you in 2021. Peace.